So I'm pretty sure the way that I eat is essentially like if you imagine an alien sitting down and Googling, how do you feed your human? And like, like oh, yes, yes, Google, like first page is like, they come from this, like this ancestor, the, the best thing they need are these vitamins. And I'm pretty sure like that's how they feed. There's just like pieces I, flying everywhere and you just got like, that's what I imagine, like your face is in it and like. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> did we both eat before this podcast? I did. Yeah, yeah I, I did a too. whole bunch. I I feel like we should have prayed for like my digestive system because it just feels so full. The beer is like just sitting on top of it. I had two to like get in there so the dinner would like have something to soak up. Something if there's science that happens in my head that doesn't really happen, I think in real life. But then now the other beer, the post meal beer, is kind of sitting on top of that thing that's inside of me. It's just nice. We nice. got this. We got this. <laughs> we got All right. This. We got so uh, everybody. Well, Tackling fuel. Welcome to beer and Bible. We have the beer. So what is the beer that's sitting on top of dinner? Um. Ooh, tonight is Lagunitas. I think that's how you say it. A little something something IPA. Okay. It's in a can. Usually it's in bottles, but Stace found the can. My wife found the cans for me, so that was cool. Yeah, I, we were just talking about something something at uh, at work. Um, and isn't there like a brown sugar something something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's not that I send my wife out to get me like go get me beer. Well, like she actually was like, I kind of want to drink some beer tonight. Like, I'm, you want me to go down to the store and get some beer? I was like, yes, that'd be great. And actually, I was cooking dinner, so there's a little like no gender roles in this family in the Stanley house. Yeah, you know, Gingers she's going on the beer runs, and I'm cooking dinner. Very fluid in this household. Hell yeah. Um, all right, and so this is Beer and Bible. We got some beer and uh, time to get in the Bible. I'm Neil. I am one of the co-hosts, and I am the super nerd. Head researcher slash only researcher. Yes, and this is... <laughs> Chris, the super high-functioning alcoholic, the official Bible reader, because that's something I'm good at most of the time. Yeah. We Some were, of the time. We were both public school kids, so just please don't... <laughs> Bear with us. Yeah. Hey, uh, so anyways, we are in the book of Matthew, as we've been for eternity, and we are moving through the Sermon on the Mount, and we are continuing through and looking at, uh, we are now breaking into chapter six of the Sermon on the Mount, so just kind of a heads up to talk about... The slamming story. through the New Testament, just breakneck speed. Hey, if you came to Beer and Bible for like the <laughs> quick, we could do an overview. Nah. All right, we're not going to do an overview. Uh, I think we did one of our tangent nights. I think the first tangent night, if you go back and listen to that, there's some sort of weird description that happens during that period <laughs> about the New Testament. Um, all right, so when we're moving into this, we are moving off of uh, 548, um, where we've talked about some people see this, this is be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Now, that could be the end. Oh, yeah, that's that. right. Jesus was setting up the whole like, like yeah. throwing this like high bar out there and. So maybe that's like the end of chapter five, or some people say it's the beginning of chapter six. Like, the, is it the conclusion or is it the topic sentence, the introduction to this section? I have no fucking clue. I don't either. Um, choose your own adventure, everyone. <laughs> uh, so with this being, uh, and, and why it would be an introduction, be perfect like your heavenly father is perfect or complete, is because with justice, you are uh, to be uh, public. That is everything we talked about. Uh, do not lust or do not murder or don't, you know, don't. 
throw shade at somebody, don't talk behind their back, anything like that. Those are all matters of justice, and those things should be done in public. Hmm. But then what we're moving into with Chapter 6 is your private life, the things that Ooh. are more pious. It's, it's the how do you do your religious private actions, and then it should be private rather than um, your your religious, your personal, maybe a, a better way of putting it is your personal religious practices should be private, not public. And that's what we're moving should into. Should be out there flaunting it and stuff. Yeah. So the, the, tonight we're getting into three things. Alms, which is, if you hear me use that, I'll probably throw that in there interchangeably. Alms. Alms, giving to the poor. Ah. Uh, praying. Um, and that's talking to the magical spaghetti monster. Um, if you... <laughs> Hey, I, I don't know. Again, I don't know where you stand on belief system or anything else, but prayer is is the communication. Um, and then you have fasting, and that's skipping meals, but not like in the cool intermittent fasting. Not the new way. The new way, sixteen eight. But this is specifically for uh, religious purposes, and it's been in multiple religions. So definitely, uh, those are the three things we're talking about. These are the religious practices. What's sixteen eight? Uh, 16, Cliff eight, notes. 16 uh, hours fasted, eight hour eating window. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. I think you said that to me before, but my yeah. memory is all alcoholed up. And and sandwiched up because of the Not, not tonight. No, yeah. I mean, just like it's this permanent fog. Yes. The high functioning alcoholic <laughs> thing. Um, so, uh, so again, to to break down these uh, these sections, back in chapter five, it, the, the what that we just went through, again, listen to the earlier podcast, yeah. Jesus says, but I say to you, you know, you've heard it said, but I say to you, and then he'll tell you what you should do instead. Like, don't call somebody a fool, like, go work things out with them, um, then uh, don't make any oaths, that, that sort of thing. So, I say to you, and it's all public enacting of justice, of whatever issue between human beings should be handled uh, uh, publicly and taken care of. Which is interesting because most of the time we don't want to get caught for screwing things up. Right. And then this section, so this is chapter 6, 2 through 18, um, instead of saying, but I say to you, he's saying, truly I say to you, or amen. You'll hear amen. So he's kicking it up a notch. Um, it's just, uh, instead of... Uh, um, like an attention grabber. Instead of like, instead of, okay, you've heard it said this way, I'm going to contrast that i gotcha it's more so just making statements of no no really i'm, I'm really saying this to you yeah. truly like this is the truth y'all listen yes yeah so he opens these with truly i say to you and then he tells them how to do it and then he uh it, it's all again about being private with your kind of personal religious practices instead of being like look at how awesome i am yo uh structure so you have the negative um prohibition whenever you blah 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 do not blah 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 uh, as the hip, and then he uses the word hypocrites uh, that they may be seen and glorified. Um, I say to you, they have the reward. And then you have this positive side. But when you, so whenever you do the, this thing, don't do it like them. But instead, when you do this thing, and then he gives the description of the deed in secret, and then he says, your father in secret will reward you. Um, so again, we we that's kind of the structure of what we're going into. So I just want to give everyone a heads hmm. so up. So switched this. it up a little on this. Yeah, one. yeah. But this is still the very straightforward, like Jesus is, this is Matthew. No bullshit. This is no bullshit Jesus. Yes. Nothing hidden, nothing weird, not like. Doesn't care if he ruffles some feathers. Yeah, yeah this is not like the, Jesus is like, a squirrel went up a tree, and the son of man hides the eggs. Like, it's not like weird. Just, that's not in the Bible. If anyone Trippy thinks, Jesus. Yeah, it's like, he'll say some stuff, and you're like. It's more of some John shit or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, it happens a little bit in Matthew, but yeah, like, it's like the weird stuff. John is 
weird like I'm in you and you are in me. And it's like, whoa, Jesus, I just met you. Just like, <laughs> I just want to see where this goes. Let's slow down here. I don't need any sort of covenant deal here. But it's like it's it's anyways. That's John. He's so a mystic. going all guru on people. He is jo- the the Johannine. The, there's your two dollar word, everybody. Johannine. Johannine. The the Johannine Jesus. We have the Matthean Jesus, the Luke and Jesus, the Mark and Jesus, and the Johannine Jesus. So one of them can turn into a werewolf or something. Yes, the Johannine one. <laughs> the Johannine. That's the one. Any of the weird stuff is always in John. <laughs> anyway, like John. He's <laughs> he's weird to it's me. Really something. He's really, <laughs> he's really something. Anyways, that's so, what we say in the south. We're jumping in into. Uh, Chapter 6, verse 1. Matthew chapter 6, from the top. Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men, to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. That's funny, because that is like, you know, you kind of... The whole, like, look how holy I am. Like, look what I'm doing. Like, look at, you know. I think back in our day, we were like, everyone was buying Tom's shoes. Like, oh, yeah, you're yeah. just like, like, check out these shoes. Oh, man, right, this is complete tangent. Welcome to Beer and Bible. <laughs> um, so uh, back when I was in college, they, uh, there are people that do market research, and they try and, and, like, they're looking at second graders to figure out what the trends are going to be in the future. So people are trying to plan out what's going on. Huh. Back when, uh, a while ago, back when I was in college, and this is going to date us quite a bit, they had things like Live Strong bands were big. Yeah. Um, a lot of, everyone had, everyone <laughs> not had a anymore. band. Yeah. They're not. You don't see as many bands of, of any. Oh, yeah, because the bands, period, were getting like, everybody had the bracelet thing. Yeah, it was it was for anything. And it was, yeah. um, and all these companies and things knew to make them and then sell them. And you could do a markup because it wasn't buying the, the rubber that made it, that had the prints on it. You were donating um, money. Uh, you could have uh, live strong shoes. Yeah. Nambla, all kinds yeah. of stuff. <laughs> Google Nambla later <laughs> from a work computer. From um, work computer. <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, they, they had all the, these things. And uh, there was one group, uh, Liberation North Korea, and I think they were created by an investment firm. Um, what? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a smart idea. Yeah, they're like, like we're going to make millions so, off this dumb rubber bullshit. Well, what they did is they they found uh, they found really cool hipsters, had them come out and train in California, and then they'd send them off in vans and, and teams, like paying them next to nothing to go to all these colleges with other kids that have next to nothing, show these movies and be like, hey, you should donate $9 a month, and we'll give you a free T-shirt, and you're donating... like. Don't get me wrong. Like people who don't, I'm sure some of that money got to the people they needed to. Yeah. Um, but we we did ask. Um, fortunately, I was in a, a class of like my college was pretty astute, so they kept raising their hand. So what can we do? Well, you can donate. So what can we do? Well, you can learn. Uh, you can come and, and like train to be like one of us and travel around and tell other people about the situation. So uh, I'm raising my hand. Like, so what can we do? And like, yeah, they, what, can I go there and like help like with my hands? Like, what can, and well, no. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't do that because the concern was that a bunch of white people showing up to help North Koreans was not going to work. Oh, yeah, that might not be a good look. So they were they were trying to like I've help. seen the interview. Yeah, <laughs> I have not seen that. Really? No. <laughs> with James Franco? Yeah. And Seth Rogen? I guess I should probably put it. It's amazing. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll check that out. But uh, yeah, so so anyways, uh, that was a long way of saying that, yes, like 
I think all of us as humans want to be considered good. Uh, after, I mean, yes, I will admit that we were in the Tom's and t-shirt wearing, uh, to write love on our arms, t-shirts and all that kind of deal. And then, but then after that, look at how many viral people have gone on YouTube for handing out, like, they'll be like, what, what happens when you give a homeless guy a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars? Let's see what he does. Like you video it or like man does something incredible. And it's some guy filming himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just like handing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are people who've made money off this because of how Get out of here. Yeah. Asshole. So, so and, Jesus is saying, don't do that. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, we're all, I, I'm going to say that I think all of us are to some degree wanting to be recognized. Oh yeah. As human it's beings. It's just a human thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, if you if you were one of those people that's made millions of dollars off of doing something on YouTube where you like give or a podcast, like, a pod- I don't think anybody's made a million dollars off a podcast no. yet. I don't think anybody's made a thousand dollars. Well, I don't know. Anyway, Joe Rogan's ass. He might. But uh, anyways, all that to say is that, yes, like this is not an unheard of way of doing things. Um, the word puin, um is practiced. Could puin. be used. Puin, that's um, uh, that's Greek. Greek. I was going to say uh in ancient times uh, a lot of donors were names were inscribed in buildings so it makes sense that jesus would be talking about this and like hey i'll holler check this out um and then the, the trumpets like you you talked about this trumpets thing okay so the the chests that were around the temple provinces um i'm gonna read something from uh, um the mishnah the temple provinces that would be like the village or the like neighborhood around Tem- the uh, yeah, temple like the, you'd have the temple and the provinces okay but you would have these these receptacles where you could uh drop your money in oh, okay um okay. and they were shaped like trumpets and they, they would actually make a sound so some people say this when you the, uh, according to the mission of these uh these trumpets would make a sound when the coins are thrown in and it was you're also like slam dunking them trying yeah. to get like the hardest well, thing I mean, to make you, a noise you, just, you hear like a ting ting and then you hear yeah, little kids like throwing rocks in there and stuff cat skulls <laughs> They're just different things. Probably more imagine, so probably more like, rocks than that would suck if you're a priest and like you're on like you're supposed to be doing the holy thing and then somebody throws an unclean skull in there. Some dickhead like, uh, Roman kid comes in and dumps in it, like <laughs> squats over top of it. I'm unclean. Well now you can't work in the temple. I only get this honor two weeks a year. Like it's a very specific like time frame that you get to do this this job and now That's you're like, interesting. Like I was thinking literal trumpets like well, whatever you know some people think so sorry, so some people think that's what he's referring to is that um other people uh believe that um it wasn't like so, so still think about the receptacles here that blowing wasn't in the intended meaning but passing through as in like passing the collection plate or something like that huh. um then there's uh, another scholar stott suggests that these were trumpets that you're talking about the same face here um, if anyone watched Nick Jr., you're welcome for that. I, that like gave me flashbacks just now, and it's been many years. Um, we didn't have cable, so I don't think I grew up with that. Like, I just I'm aware of it, but we did not have that. Damn you, Neil. Um, so uh, they were blown to call uh, the poor to receive their portion. Uh, the problem is that there's no historical data to say that happened during this time, the Second Temple period. Ah. But it's like, hey, everybody, trumpets are blown. So then it's like, don't give money. And, and and associate with these chim- these trumpets being blown, like oh, all the poor come here. Um, because a big thing that, that Jesus is talking about when we talk about being slapped in the face and things like that is making somebody feel bad. Like, hey, I'm giving to Steve over here. Everybody knows yeah. poor Steve. He's super poor. That's why we call him poor Steve. <laughs> it's not like that. And then uh, there's another guy, uh, John Calvin. Uh, have you ever heard of Calvinism and things like that? Oh that's, yeah, that's I've the guy. That. That's the guy. 
He was saying that the almsgiver themselves blew the the shofar to announce the like they were giving. Like hey, everybody, I'm giving. I'm giving. <laughs> Uh, especially significantly large ones. Um, then another scholar, Carson, connects the blowing of trumpets with a fast day because there were, on certain days of holidays, they would blow trumpets for fast. And those are the days that they would also give money. Like, oh, I'm fasting, so there I'm going to take the money that I have from that. I'm going to give it away. Hmm. So, again, these are all signals of giving money away. Um and these, these things are all really important because they don't have any government social security. So taking care of the poor and the disabled, this is how it's done is yeah. through these. They actually had different receptacles. Um, they would have one section for just like giving to the poor. And then they had a separate receptacle for giving to the running of the temple. So if you can imagine that, that would almost, if you are a, a church or a Christian person um, or you've been to a church, they do collection plates. Some people do boxes in the back and there are different ways churches handle money. But if you can imagine, if you would, they gotta look you right in the eye when they hand you the yeah. plate. And then you pass it. You'd kind of look down and pass it across without putting anything in it. I just feel like even I'm like I'm even less likely to get. Like, I don't know. In my head, I'm just like, mm. <laughs> you're looking them right back in the eye, just like that's yeah. right. I'm not putting a damn thing yeah. in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna assert dominance. I'm a visitor, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Where? What do I get out of this place? I'm not put any money in. Um. If this sermon's at least a seven, then I'll give you a little bit of money. <laughs> um, so, uh, actually, uh, some people say that because of this this um, attitude towards giving and taking care of the poor, um, that uh, some Gentiles, like really destitute Gentiles, were converting to Judaism to get involved in it. I don't know have any basis for that, but that's one one scholar, Tim Hegg, uh, shares that. Which I like this idea of, of like. Man, I'm like I've got no legs. I'm Lieutenant Dan over here. I got no legs, and I'm a Greek person. And like, and there's no like set up good Greek system. Yeah, to the rest of his own society's like, yeah, fuck you. Just yeah, lie in the gutter. And he's like, can't get to the temple because I ain't got no legs. But I can at least become like work like become one of them. Yeah. And then like I know that they're gonna be taken care of. So yeah, you always had poor, but like people you didn't go hungry in a Jewish community. Right. You were gonna be fed. You might not be fed with like the the fat of the land, don't get me wrong. Like there's still class problems and everything, but you weren't it was you weren't screwed. Yeah. So you always had somebody to take care of you. Hmm. Um and then, you know, the the issue right here isn't really the reward, but it's the focus on it, it seems like. So like the glory of like Yeah. Look at me, look at me. Yeah, I mean, like, again, back to this whole thing of, like, is it bad to want to be recognized? No. Nah. No. It would suck if you just... Uh, think about, if, think for a second about people, or if you yourself, of anybody who's ever served or done something for a really long time and have gone unrecognized for a really long time, that is going to grate on you. And we're not knocking that, but it's more like, do you want your reward from other people or do you want it and you're doing it for like a higher purpose? Yeah. Or do you want the reward from God? Yeah. Which is more like a, again, that's assuming you believe in a God. Right. Um, that, and this is, this is the Bible. There is a God. <laughs> cool. In our context, this, yes. Yes. That Jesus believes in God. He believes in himself. <laughs> uh, you been reading There's three, a full four, of it today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Uh, See, so I got to read more. Yep, three and four, and then you're going to jump to the Old Testament, buddy. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. 
secret. I don't want him looking at either one of my hands in secret. I'm actually quit looking at me. I'm rubbing my belly right now. <laughs> I was thinking about like the tattooed hands, like oh yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Which one's left? Which one's right? Which wolf is the left? Is the terror hawk, and the right is the wolf, nice. chief wolf, chief wolf. So that's how you know. Yeah, I, I the hand. I get this wrong. I always know what my hands are doing. I don't always want other people to know what they're doing, but I'm always aware. Yes. Now I'm thinking about that movie Idle Hands (laughs) back in the day. Uh, All right. Really living in the past this episode. Gosh. Idle Hands, terrible horror movie. I really like it. I hated it. Who was it? Is Seth Green? No, no. No. It was some other guy. He was in in other teen horror movies. I swear it was Seth Green. No, no. He was in... uh, it did have Jessica Alba in it, though. Yes, the yes. first like big movie thing I remember seeing her in. Yes, she was in that one, and then Looking he was in great. Final Destination. He was in the first Final Destination, and then later on he was in some like college movie. We're I don't have know to I look think. this up. All right, <laughs> Google <laughs> Idle Hands for us and let us know. Uh, so, uh, do you mind reading Jonah? Uh, Jonah, I don't. Four? I already have it marked because it took fucking forever to find it. It's only two pages. The whole, the whole book, thing. The, the whole, whole book. book. I'm not reading the two yeah. page, but yeah. So what am I reading in there? Uh, chapter four, verse 11. Shit, I just lost my other place. Chapter four, verse 11. Yep. Um, uh, oh, it's the one right at the end. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left. And many cattle as well. Should I not be concerned about that great city? Wait a minute. Jonah's talking shit about the people yeah, who can't is. tell their hands from the left to the right. Yeah, he's saying like these idiots over here. <laughs> uh, real, re, uh, this is gonna be my bastardization recap of Jonah. Tell me. So uh, you have this great empire that's running everything and like killing a lot of people and like actually a major threat to Israel. And then God's like, hey. Those people are complete jerks, and they don't listen to me. And Jonah's kind of like, duh, of course they're not going to listen to you. They don't like you. They're not Jewish like I am. <laughs> and then God's like, you go to Nineveh, like their capital city, and you go there and you tell them like to follow me and to repent and stop messing up. And Jonah goes in the exact opposite direction. He's like, screw you. <laughs> and he runs away. And then there's this huge storm and everything else. And they're like, like, oh, my goodness. Like, of course, everybody believes in God. So the seafaring people are like, well, what do we do? Like, the undrowned God is upset about this. <laughs> and then they grab Jonah. And they, and then Jonah's like, it's my fault. Anyways, I pissed off my God. If you throw me overboard, then it's okay. So they take him, throw him overboard. He gets swallowed by a fish. And blah, blah, blah. We'll debate that later. Anyway, a lot of people say it was a whale. Whale fish. Uh, in the Hebrew, it's Dag uh, Hagadol. Um, so, big fish. Big fish. Sorry. Sorry. Anyways, so he goes up. He thro- he's thrown onto the um, onto the beach and he's like, you know, eaten by stomach acid or whatever. Ugh. And he starts walking through this town. And he's like, hey, all you. And he like, looks repent. just sickly. Yeah. I didn't think about the stomach acid. And yeah, he's like, God didn't protect him from that. I don't know. Just let him get eaten up. Yeah, it's not like looking Pinocchio like a situation. walking corpse, like fucking Walking Dead. Like yeah, through. like and I imagine talk about how great his God is. Yeah, and he did probably didn't have any like sunscreen either afterwards. So like now he's like acid eaten and burned. Did it's he at least really have a bad. bike? I have no idea. No, no. And it, was, it took him three days to walk. Like this is a massive city. It took him three days to walk through the city from one to the end. So he's going for three days. Like 
hey, uh, turn or burn. That's essentially, if I could summarize <laughs> Turn or burn. Turn or burn. And then he ends up upsetting enough people. And then, like, and then, well, they end up going, oh, we should repent. So they repent because they're worried, like, God's going to destroy them. It might be the fact that the Walking Dead corpse guy, it, who looks we like don't he just look died. Like like, <laughs> He's a walking pamphlet. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, well, we don't want to do that. And then he goes up and sits underneath some shade. Again, probably didn't have sunscreen. His skin was probably really, really raw at this point. So he, he goes, we got to do Jonah one day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he sits down and they end up, uh, and he's talking to God and he's just like, basically what he's pissed about is that he is a good Jewish boy. That's done like all the right things. And then these guys who've done everything wrong and have done all the bad stuff that God doesn't like suddenly are just like, Oh, we're sorry. And God's like, Hey, it's cool. Yeah. And he's like, I've been doing all the right. Like, the Jewish people are doing it. And he's mad because basically God gives them really cheap grace. He's just like, you know what? I'm going to give you a pass. <laughs> and so that's, that's what he's, he's like, these idiots. And that's why he's talking like that. Gotcha. And he's like, he's like, they're little children. They're complete morons. They don't know the left from the right. That's how stupid they are. That's funny. So maybe it's like children don't let the, let the left from the, know the left from the right. Um, here's some sages. Uh, this is a quote from Midrash Rabbah, Kohelet, um, which is, uh, Kohelet is the book of Ecclesiastes. You guys probably don't care about that. It's all right. Uh, God, I care. <laughs> thank you. God will bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. What is the meaning of whether it be good or evil? Rabbi Yanai said, it is he who gives money to the poor publicly. For Rabbi Yanai once saw a man give money to a poor man publicly, and he said, "It is. Uh, it had been better that you gave him nothing at all than you should. Uh, you should have given it him and put it uh, put him to shame." That is the whole thing of like, "Hey, poor Steve. Hey, and like it's like it's like you come up to like you're all sitting in a very close um, quarters, like, and you're like, hey, you come up to somebody at work in front of everybody, like." Big boardroom meeting, like, hey, poor Steve, just wanted to make sure you got that cool jacket that I got you. Like, want to really make sure you have it because I did this nice thing for you. Yeah. And so, like, this guy, poor Steve, feels terrible. Yeah. He's like, yeah, shit. Put him on the spot. Yeah. So, um, uh, and then Midrash Abot, uh, 1 1, a name made great is a name destroyed. That is, again, trying to puff yourself up by mm-hmm. giving alms. Uh, and then another one, according to Shekalim 5-6, there are two chambers in the temple, one called the Chamber of Secrets. Not a Harry Potter reference. <laughs> they, these guys were before J.K. Rowling, but anyways, it is called the Chamber of Secrets, but there's a giant snake. I know. Is it really? No, it's just a Chamber Snakes of Secrets. Snakes will fuck up your life in the Bible. They will. That first except, one. Except there's one that's bronze, you're supposed to look at it. The Bible's weird about the snake thing. Is that the something with the ark? No, it's it's yeah. not on the snake. There's this whole thing where they're like, they're like, oh, look to the snake and it'll heal you. That's weird. Yeah, it's a bronze snake. Anyway, we're going to have to go to do some Old Testament Fuck again. Fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love that Old Testament shit. Um, and the uh, the other is the Chamber of Utensils, um, <laughs> which is not nearly as cool. Secrets and utensils. Which one am I going to pick? Yeah. Well, I know what the fuck's in that one. What, the, utensils. The, yeah, it's the janitor's closet. <laughs> it's like a broom, a mop, big bucket, and a... In a caution, I just thought of a bunch of like picnic wear and like cutlery, just laid out on the table, just boring as shit. um, It's it's supposed to be the utensils that the grill masters use. Oh, so like axes and and like the the yeah meat cleavers and yes, all the things they use to to do the loincloths. 
incense and incense burners of that deal. Uh, <laughs> people would put alms in the chamber of secrets, and from uh, and from these funds, the needs of the poor were uh, met by priests. The donations to the, the utensils, and that's where I was talking about the things that run the temple and the things that are given to the poor, and that's what they're talking about there. Gotcha. Cool. Um, you good with reading five and six? Yes. I don't have a choice because it's my job. Uh, I don't pay you for it. <laughs> and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received the reward in full. But when you get, when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Again, pretty standard pattern. Don't do it out in front of everybody. Um, this might be presupposing the three daily prayers that like that you have in you have a morning and afternoon and evening prayer. Um, Damn, hip- I'm not even close. I, it's a Jewish thing. You're good. Okay, you believe in Jesus. He forgives you. I don't know that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Rabbi Neil. Can't speak to that. Um, the uh, the hypocrite. These are actors, um, and which is interesting is, is we use the term hypocrite, like you hypocrite, and we use that like it's nothing because in our vocabulary in standard English now, two thousand years removed, that means like you say one thing but you do something else. Yeah. At that time, it literally just meant you're an actor. Huh. Um, so we're not actually sure if it by this point had started taking on the the meaning of it uh, of like of that. So he's just like you actor, you fool. Yeah, uh, you uh, faker. M- you middle uh, middle school me would be like you poser. Yeah, actually, I got called that. Isn't it? Anyways, it's a whole different <laughs> thing. <laughs> Anyways, but it'd be like you you poser or whatever. But it's like a new. Um, uh, at that time, it meant actor. Another fun thing is Jewish people at that time did not go to the theater, so he's he's like don't like you people that do the prayer like you super Jewish pious people. You guys are acting like the Greeks. Ah. That, like in the Greek uh, theater was very lewd. It was something that Jewish people did not attend. Uh, when they when like they would go and build a theater in Jewish areas, they'd be pissed. Um, it was like I don't know. It, it's like building a strip club right there and like next to a, tr- a Christian bookstore. The Christian bookstore <laughs> people are going to be kind of upset. Um, I, I guess that was the, that's my. Uh, I'm, like, I'm visualizing it. Now. Yeah, where they're just like. Mm. <laughs> Not a fan of this this like this setup. Yeah. So they'd build the, the Greek theaters there and uh, then to sit there and call them that, like, hey, you guys are actors just like that. So that's a pretty low blow for Jesus or being like or, or being like, like pretty severe call. It'll be like, ah. Yeah. So you, what you guys are being. You guys are like are doing your whole insult. Religion. That's yeah, what I was yeah. looking for. That was a pretty big insult for yeah. Jesus to throw out to the people that are doing it. You guys are all like, oh, we're super Jewish and you're you're pious and you're doing your prayers and everything but really what you are you're like the greek actors over there that you hate you're just like them hell like, yeah huge slam <laughs> like pulling no punches no not he's not holding back um when it says synagogues in the streets it could be just made of like a hey, indoors out of doors anywhere everywhere they're praying so they can be seen if it's like a oh the synagogue let's go there so i can pray there in front of everybody let me go out to the streets pray there for everybody um, did people did people did pray out out loud uh, out in the in the streets? It's not unheard of. Um, it's not out of the norm. Like you're trying to do it. It's not. Uh, it's not like you would go down the street, see somebody praying, and be like, "What's wrong with them?" Yeah. Or you like you would have grown up with this. You you wouldn't have thought it as odd. He's kind of keep walking. Just yeah. Like, oh. Hmm. He he's calling out a common religious practice. Yeah. So even his disciples wouldn't be like, "That guy's trying to show off." 
but he he's kind of making a point that for some of you it is showing off. Gotcha. Um, within a religious co- uh, community and outside as well, standing is a normal. Uh, also, standing is a normal uh, Jewish prayer posture. Um, the normal Jewish prayer posture is standing, and uh, hands are kind of like can be lower, uh, kind of in that torso area, with the palms facing up and the fingers open. Hmm. Um, so that that would be kind of a, a standard Jewish uh, prayer s- stance. Um, and th- yes, Jewish people can pray in many ways. If you want to just Google Wailing Wall, sorry. <laughs> uh, Pletion is a normally translated as streets, but it could also mean um, public squares or corners. Uh, and if there are three daily prayers, this probably is actually pretty normal to see people praying all the time in different places. Uh, in the, um, then he says, he talks about the closet, uh, the tamion, um, that is a storage chamber. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's just like, it, that would be probably more weird culturally to like go hide yourself in a closet to go pray to somebody <laughs> than the other one. Like I would think that if you, if you're in their mindset, that would be the weird part is like, but that's how we pray. We always pray outside. Right. We always pray in like the synagogue. It's like, don't pray in church. So that's a very countercultural like, way for yeah. Jesus to present that. And it like, might be it might be hyperbolic as well. Like he's not saying don't ever pray in your communities, don't ever pray in front of anybody. Right. Because then like anyone who prays is a jerk, according to Jesus. <laughs> I didn't say it, Jesus said it. So I'm doing great by those standards. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just don't pray ever. Unless it's in a closet. <laughs> also, they didn't have closets back then. That's why it's like a storage chamber. Gotcha. So and uh, let's wrap this up. Let's go to the last two verses. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This then is how you should pray. Read uh, no, we're going to stop there. We're going to stop <laughs> we're like terrible knows. cliffhanger. That's because <laughs> uh, next uh, next podcast we're going to be getting into, or next time we, we pick up the book of Matthew, uh, we're going to be getting into the Lord's Prayer, and that's the Our Father who art in heaven. If you've seen Everybody TV. Everybody knows it, you, yeah, if you've ever seen. If you watch any, television in America, yeah. you've probably, probably heard this thing. So if you've just seen a funeral scene in a movie, it's probably in there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's either that or the Psalm 23 of like... The shadow, yeah, I walk through the shadow of the valley, valley of the shadow of death. I'd rather do some Jesus stuff than some David stuff. Yeah. So, all right. So, <laughs> so we're going to with Jesus stuff. Um, so Noland, uh, another author, he thinks this is a pre-Mathian teaching that was uh, adapted and moved here. That's like, um, he just doesn't feel like it's very Matthew, this this section here. So he just adds mm-hmm. it in there. Um, don't, uh, don't be like the Pharisees, but then also don't be like the pagans either. But this word pagan, ethnikos, is again, uh, it could be this re- reference to the people of the land. We've talked about this, the the, the land people, the people that are, aren't, you know, fully 100% committed to the Jewish thing. Like right. they're born Jewish, but they're kind of lax in their own personal behavior towards it. And they're more like, I don't know, they're, they're people of the earth a little bit more. That's <laughs> like, that's literally what it is. People from the earth. Uh, hmm. um, and not, that's in the Hebrew, not in the Greek uh, Greek is ethnikos, um, which again could be other nations, people from other nations, or uh, like pagans, as you said, those who are not Jewish, or uh, there's a guy named Lox who thinks that these are just, again, Jewish people. Um, Batalegeo, um, that's what, it, like, don't babble. 
It literally means to say bata 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 bata. Really? Yeah, it's it's like bata bata. So that might That's be babbling. Yeah, that might be what the the um uh the pagans are doing with their gods is that their gods have them saying like repeating words over or oh like, gotcha yeah. gotcha like chanting kind of yes yes uh so maybe these maybe what Jesus is doing is doing a slam towards memorized uh, prayers with uh, where they're not thinking about what they're doing don't you know don't pray, pray like these people. And he could be still, you know, doing a little wink and a nod towards the Jewish people that were, he just called hypocrites. Like, I just called, don't go out in the synagogues and act like the Greeks. Don't pray like the pagans who think they're going to be heard from any words. And they're like, oh, you're still calling out the, the Jewish people, aren't you? <laughs> because they, they had these wrote three times daily prayers that are, boom, you say this, 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 and like the next yeah. word. And it's the exact same thing every day. Um, so maybe that's it. Uh, multiplying words for lengthening prayers in an attempt to get God's attention. Oh, Lord, most high, great and mighty God, powerful above all the world and all the <laughs> nation. Like, like, all right, I'm going to kiss up to God enough and maybe he'll listen to me. I mean, that's a plan. I'm not going to stop you from doing that if that's your thing. Uh, then there's also the idea that uh, pagan incantations used every imaginable name uh, of the for the God they invoked. Uh, they were just like... Diana, goddess of wisdom, of intelligent cleverness, goddess of like coming with all these different like names. <laughs> I think so. I, I've Diana? actually I've heard a lot of old songs like that, or, or songs and like prayers, where it's like it's throughout at least like ten names of God and ten like you know it's like the first half of the prayers just like <laughs> except they like get to the point. I got a lot more of these to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and speed it up. What you oh, need? Oh, are you giving me the report? What you need? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're giving me the report? Okay, that's cool. Oh, good thing you told me that. I didn't know that. <laughs> good. I'm not omniscient or anything, so good call. Good call. Sneak something in there every once in a while. Provider and kind of shitty sometimes with some of the stuff you do. Wait, <laughs> what? Huh? What did that asshole say? Hey, play that back to me, Angel. <laughs> yeah. What did he say? <laughs> Fucking lightning. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I just really like that. I'm like Prince of Peace. You just for, sneak one up and like open an eye. <laughs> Dear Jesus, <laughs> Almighty God, Prince of Pre- Peace. Except for that time in the Old Testament, you know all the times when you massacred millions. <laughs> I know. Like, I that like, sorry, what? Oh no, nothing, nothing. It's cool. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let me go through my uh, want, want list. My that's the one guy that actually gets what he's praying for. Yeah. <laughs> or no shit, I shouldn't say it like that, but he's like <laughs> totally gets it. Yeah, because like guys like we yeah. what? Huh? Want something ludicrous? And he's like, this guy's got some. He's got a pair on him. I heard, so let's see what he can do. I heard a guy like I heard a guy who was uh, went through and I think he like gamified or not gamified. He like did some major research onto dating sites. Yeah, and he found out that if he said F E like F U in all caps with exclamation points, that a woman is more likely to read his message because they get hundreds of messages a day. So, <laughs> so it's she, like something that stands out. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's like that, like like the attention grabber. Yeah. I'm not saying cuss out God so that way you can get yeah, probably his attention. Don't do that. I don't know. You mix hey, it up a little bit. You try it out. You let us know. Okay. <laughs> you come back. Let us know. Um, anyways, so maybe the goal <laughs> in mind here, I think this is where we're getting with this is uh, the idea is to manipulate God. Um, here's uh, again some some wonderful Jewish thoughts. Let me hear it. Be not rash with your mouth, nor let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God, for God is in heaven and you upon earth. Therefore, let your words be few. Ecclesiasticus 5.2, Sirach 7.14. Hmm. A man's words should always be few towards God. Uh, Babli Berhot 61a. 
the righteous uh, has only one, only to say one word and it is accepted by God, and therefore it was not easy for him, this Moses, to pray so long. This was in a debate about why did Moses take so long? Is because he was talking with God for, for too long? And other people say that, no, 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 Moses' like, closeness was so tight with God that he didn't even have to pray that long. There was like a debate at the time. Huh. Like, which one was it? Was was, was he like him and him and God were just always talking back and forth and he prayed really long or was it like God and God was like, bro. And then <laughs> Moses said, bro. And God said, bro. And that was it. <laughs> That's how I imagine it. Uh, they understood each other. And then God, uh, last one, God said to Moses, my children are in distress and you are making long uh, prayers. Again, this is saying the other way around that Moses did yeah. have really long prayers. Um, Mechilta in Exodus fifteen twenty five. So um, God is in uh, contrast in the way that He is uh, way ahead of people's praying, and that the prayers are not making Him aware of coaxing Him into these answer to answering them. Like, um, if I could summarize all that is when it comes to the prayer thing is um, idolatry. If I could talk what white idolatry is, idolatry you is a strange thing to us in the West because we have moved so far behind beyond any sort of deity or against spaghetti monster in the sky. Yeah. We're, we're beyond that. But at the time you could take a, a piece of wood, form it, make it, and you would place this at your, your house. And then ta-da, it is now your household God and it protected you. And you might have a God. Um, maybe if you are in a community that all share a river, you might have a God specifically for that river. And it seems really strange that you would make or create your own god like entity, yeah, but, or but, deity. But you need the you need that that um, your own household god to protect you from other um, other gods, other demons, and other things that you believed in. It's like fucking Pokemon or something. Yeah, it, or or, uh, or or the river god. You need to keep the river flowing. You don't have any control over over storms and rain, but the gods do. So by creating one or making something or sacrificing to the river God or to the river itself, what you're able to do is kind of control it. In the same way that we might build a computer or buy a computer, I input something and I get something out of it. It's a tool. Yeah. And so in the oh. same way that, that gods, you don't really, uh, in a lot of idolatry, you don't have a relationship with a the god. They exist and you exist and you pay homage to them and they help you out and you help them out and, you can create a common exchange, and that that might be me, pull, me pulling some of the things um, I know from uh, various different religions, and I might be oversimplifying this, um, but it's kind of my goal right now is that we don't have a whole night to talk about idolatry. But if I could talk about why would the, why would a rational human um, believe in a god or create something like that and then bow down to it, things like that, is a lot of it is is a control issue. And what's very interesting about this issue of not saying many words to a god is that you're trying to control God and you're making an idolatry, uh, an, an idol situation. Um, one of my favorite phrases to that really puts it succinctly is God created man in his image and we've been returning the favor. Huh. Um, Interesting. That we, we ourselves are making other things in our image. We've made God in our image. We've expected things uh, and things like, and things like that. But if, if I could summarize this like this little ending part of what could what could you walk away with and understand that Jesus is saying of don't okay don't go out in front of her. we we got the alms thing don't go out and do it this way um, don't pray like this and then this section I think I'm, yeah I think that's the best way I could I could summarize the whole thing is just don't try and control God don't try and do it out uh, for other people to notice you um, 
make I a spectacle out yeah. of it. And I understand that you, by giving money, you want people to look at you, but you can also trust that um, that God would come there. I Okay, this is completely off the cuff. Do it. I was just thinking about this. We're talking about the Old Testament. In uh, Deuteronomy 15, it talks about this issue of, donate, of of lending money to the poor. Because you lend money to the poor, and the year, it's called the Shemitah year, and it starts coming up. You can't get that money back because that's when all the debts are forgiven. It really kept Israel from ever becoming a like huge indebted society, or that was the plan, is because debts can only last for up to six years max. Hmm. But the concern was, okay, it's like three or four months away from the new year, and then all the I can't, uh, I'm not going to get um, that money back. So let's say I'm going to go lend you money, and I said, hey, Chris, here's you know 300 bucks, but I know that by uh, in three months, you are not going to pay me, pay that back to me. So there might be a, a, a desire for me not to lend that to you. And, uh, and, and there was an idea that um, you would be blessed, quote unquote, like blessed by God. Um, so if you only paid me $100, God would take care of the extra 200 because I did the right thing hmm. by giving. Um, speaking of giving, gosh, this is weird. I'm like going on some other things about <laughs> this. Uh, there are also some teachings uh, in Judaism um, that you are, it might just be one rabbi, it might be more of a recent thing, but I, I like it nonetheless. Uh, this guy was, uh, this guy went and he gave a bunch of money to the poor and then he saw the way they were living. He walked by their house or whatever, saw how they're living, went to the rabbi and he's like, what in the world? Like, should I have given to them? Because they're, you know, they're doing really well. Like they're actually using money. And, uh, and uh, the rabbi just said, their alms are going to be their judgment. Like what you've given them, that's going to, that's going to mm. be their judgment on them. Like God will, God sees that. Yeah. God sees them begging and lying to you huh. and living a lavish lifestyle off your money. And he'll take care of it. So that's kind of like a, an interesting, which to, the, the idea is like, you should just give money freely. You should do what you yeah. know, you're supposed to do. Don't yeah. worry about the rest of no, it. Like, like that, that probably does, doesn't mean like if somebody's a crack addict, you probably, that might like, that's not like about them like living. Yeah, the don't best. keep funneling money into them yeah. and enabling, but yeah, yeah. Like enabling is a little bit different than, than like, okay, they drive a nicer car than me, but they're sitting there telling me that they need money. They're like, Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Just that was like a complete different tangent. Anyways, hmm. this has been all over the place. There's no real good conclusion <laughs> tonight. But uh, no bows here. No. So um, yeah, this is Jesus talking to his people about making sure you uh, you're don't flaunt it. Yeah, don't Do flaunt it from it. the heart. Yeah, your your piety, your your personal religious practice should be just that personal religious practice to God. So, all right. Well, thanks, guys, and we'll catch you next time. Beer Bible. BeerBobble.com. Talk some shit.